this this all might get cut out or whatever, but we're we are recording. It's all going on. All right, cool, cool, and, cool. Uh, this is episode eighty three. In case you're is wondering. it eighty three? Eighty three, dude. It's sick, dude. I don't remember the last episode that you were on, but it was a long time. The ago. last one that I was if on it was all the way at Malik's crib, dude. It, it had was. to be like almost last year, dude. The last episode that I was on, yeah, it was at Malik's place, and. Uh, I it was it or wasn't? It was. Oh. It was. Yeah, because I hadn't done it oh, here. Oh, it's fresh. You haven't even cracked the seal? No, dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, dude. No, not at We're all. We're doing this here live on the podcast. What is this called? Um, Camus? Camus? It's French. It, it's a... It's Camus. Camus. Yeah, hook it up, dude. Let me, let me, let me pour, you, pour you up, man. I always... If you're going to come to the throne, bring me shit. Yeah, I dude. I love when, when guests bring me shit. Shout out to, to, to Daniel for so hooking me we, up. So, we brought lollipops. We brought cognac. Yes, I know. And shirts. you got a t-shirt. <laughs> a great shirt. I'll wear it on the next episode. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Shout out to Camus. And then before you know it, this episode is brought to you by Camus. <laughs> no, that'd be fucking great. All cheers, right, cheers, Let's do this. Let's get rolling. Cheers, right, Nat. Then. Cheers. Boom. Killer. All right, then. Just the, way I just the way I remember it. Hell yeah. That's smooth. I fucks with that. There you go, homie. Okay, and on that note, let's let's get this bitch rolling, man. <laughs> let's go, man. Daniel. Sir. Cronium. What's up, doggy? We are here. Our phone's on silent all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good, dude. I'm sure mine isn't, but we'll figure yeah. it out. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I was thinking about it because, you you know, you brought up my presence on the podcast. And yes. um, I was thinking, like, man, like, am I the dude that has made the most appearances so far? Uh, no. Too solo. <laughs> too solo. And then not including all the group ones that we did together. And I'm like, I have to be somewhere in there. Joe has you beat. My Joe has us yes, beat? Yes, You're right. You're right. He's been on so many times. And he's great. If I'm going to be, I, I'm cool with that. Yeah. If, I, think, it, I think you guys are up there. But, yeah. but the thing is, you haven't been on in such a long time. And since then, I've had on a couple repeats i've had ralph on a, a couple times ralph that's another one right he's um, a contender yeah yeah but for sure joe joe he had he's had two of his own episodes right he was in a macronium episode with jay true he, he was in a, the bridge uh not the bridge the the first super the fir- show mm-hmm. where he pulled out the fucking the dental dam <laughs> he was in that he was in the first episode with you episode four with macronium God you guys damn. were both in that you're right you're right so i don't know i think two solo episodes and uh i mean you were both you were at the first super show and you were at the first one too so that's like tied up if i i think you guys might be tied up if I not he might have like one this, or two more than you this might be the the one that ties us up the tire I'm, dude, look, the tire. The tire. <laughs> if I, dude, if I had to be beat by anybody, I, I, I wouldn't mind being beat by Joe. Yeah, I mean, That's the fearless leader, dude. I, I, lo- I love having him on the show, and thinking back, I, I honestly can't believe I've had him on as many times as I had. Because it's like every time he's on, it's always like a fucking adventure. It is, isn't it? it yeah. It, it's funny. Like, I mean, if you've heard the old, the previous shows, it all, it all. It, I repeat it, and I always say it. Like anyone, everyone always asks, like, oh, how did you guys meet? Right, right, because they, they want to know. The dynamic of a band and how of a band came together, and I always say, dude, I just we became friends, and I like from going to the same church and church. We really? used to skip, yeah. We Macronia used to skip. Met at church. Yeah. <laughs> we met at the church at Day Christian, right? Okay. And we would skip a good portion of the Bible study, and since behind that, next to that church was a shopping center. We would get the shopping carts, and that was like at the prime height of Jackass, right? Oh shit. So Joe had the would have the idea. And I love telling the story because I when I the word, as the words are coming out, I'm reliving it, you know. <laughs> and he's like, uh, he was like, um, you know, it would be a great idea if you go to the 
top of the bleachers and you push me off. And I'm like, we're in a shopping cart. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? You were you there for this, Nat? No, but I know the stories because we have the same friends. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, dude. Okay, okay. So we'd be, it'd be like, uh, uh, all right. So he so get you on took it. Took him up to the fucking bleachers. <laughs> First of all, there's the bleachers are not wheel. Friendly. Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> you the know? fucking bleachers. <laughs> so we hike this shopping cart up to the top, and then it's the walkway, whatever, and from there it's just a solid push. And it's just doom, 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 clang, 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 clang. Like just. And he was in it? <laughs> he, he was in it, dude? He, he was in it for a very short amount of time, <laughs> but, but it, it, it how did. How many cart flips until he was out of it? Fuck. It's not about how many cart flips. It's about how many times he wanted me to do it again. That's fucking strange. <laughs> strange. Damn. Look. And he didn't get hurt? I'm sure he did. I mean, Have you seen his body? Have you seen him shirtless? Yeah. yeah but, but <laughs> he like, wears the hurt scar. to the point where like you got to take him to the hospital. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-mm. I feel like that dude is a, like a crashed up dummy. <laughs> Shout out to ASMR fans. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a crash test dummy, dude. And like, um, it's kind of funny because we always talk about it. And I and I think that when it comes to like like our youth and whatnot, like we all did like relatively like dumb shit at some point or another. Yeah. But we've never. I'll knock on wood on this one. <laughs> I've never. Or, or, knock <laughs> knock on your sticks, dude. Hickory. Yeah, that's hickory yeah, right a, there. It's a wood, so it counts. Boom. And um. I think that uh, we've all done stupid shit, but knock on wood, I, I have not broken anything. Ever? Never. In your life? Never, dude. Me either, nothing. dude. Nothing. The first time I was actually hospitalized was when I had the flu two weeks ago. Really? Mm-hmm. First time hospitalized? First time. you've never had to go to the ER for, like, nothing? Like, no. Nah. Never had, like, a kidney stone or something? What are you looking at me like that for? The, all right. Well, anyway. Did you not take your emergency or something? No, dude. Forgot your one a day? When you have the flu... Right, <laughs> when you have a foreign fucking virus, thanks. We have a, for, a virus, and it, inv- it, it it invades your body. You don't want to do a whole lot of shit. You say you, know? you, you fucked a foreign dude. You got a foreign invasion in your body. Well, he fucked me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but like, it, how bad was it? It was gnarly, you? dude. Um, gnarly. It was the first time I had the flu. And it started thinking that I, that it was a cold, right? Mm-hmm. Because the kiddo came home, or, you know, our kiddo came home with you know little runny nose and whatnot, and and she and she clearly had like that sick kid look on her face. We oh, were just shit. like, fuck, like you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna fuck me up for a good couple of days because you know you're gonna get it. Is there any way to avoid that at all? Of course, dude. Like you get you can vitamin C. You can try to take care of her first. You're gonna get something, but she, you know, my wife is like way better at not catching all that shit. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just a sponge. I'll soak whatever the fuck that kid brings home, and then um, she's like taking care of everybody. One's recovering, one's getting worse, and she just ends up with sniffles. Like she didn't catch the flu. So you just got that mom's white blood cell count or something, <laughs> <laughs> dude. So then, um, but it started. Uh, she had it. The little one had it on the weekend, and then I caught it. I would say um, three days later. Yeah, man. It was. It just felt. Like I felt like shit. I called into work. How long did it take you to get over it? Two weeks. Two. Two weeks. And she sounds like she got your medical chart ready she to go. She does, dude. dude. She wants. To, she wants to rub it in. At, <laughs> she wants to rub it in at every chance that she gets. Um, only because um, that I told you so. She moment. blames me for it. So she blames. Yeah, mean, she blames sure me for me it. getting worse. I'm sure it's your fault. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I've done stupid shit it's too. It's definitely my fault that it got worse because I didn't. Um, I didn't. Uh, like. Drink water the way I should. You know how everyone's like, oh, I'm getting sick. Oh, drink plenty of water. Like, I didn't. 
What being, did you drink then? Nothing, because because I, not I was sick as fuck, and I didn't want to get your pipes, man. <laughs> Dude, I didn't want to get out of the, off the couch, man. Like eating was uncomfortable. I, didn't, yeah. I just didn't want to get up. My temperature couldn't be regulated, so any if I moved the blanket, I'd immediately be too cold, and I would just like shake. You know, like you ever been so? I mean, you've been to New York. You ever been so cold that your back starts to hurt from just how tense you are? Yeah. That yeah. it was like that, but that's in my living room in Florida. No, dude, trust me, man. Uh, it's I, rough. I, I had a, a strep throat, um, like I don't know. I want to say a month or two ago, and um, totally my fault. I was uh, hanging out with a chick, and she's like, "I'm sick, don't." And I was and like, "You're like, no, I'm just nah, trying. To, I'm care. just trying to get it in. It's it, fine. It happens." <laughs> and so I was like, I got, "I got the immune system of an ox." <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good. I'm good, dude. I'm fat. I got... I'm good, dude. It'll soak in there somehow. Oh, shit. And I was wrong. <laughs> and I was wrong. Yeah, nope. Uh, I was fucked for, like, oh, like a solid two weeks, dude. Like, my temperature would be, like, 103. Oh, man. That was fucking a- crazy fevers, yeah. vomiting and shit. Like, I couldn't keep shit down. Wasn't eating. I had a sweet fucking, like... You know that your sick diet. Everyone's like, "Oh, you look skinny." It's like, yeah, I haven't eaten in four days, dude. Let me tell you something. <laughs> From when I started to feel the symptoms, it was on a Wednesday. Yeah, I felt a little shitty on Tuesday, like Tuesday night, but it was Wednesday when I got when when I woke up Wednesday. That's I called in sick. That's when it all kind of snowballed out of control. Saturday morning was like <laughs> the pinnacle of, of of feeling like shit because oh. I woke up at five a.m. on a Saturday and was just like. <gasps> Gasping for air, I went to the bathroom. I didn't even go to the toilet. I just threw myself in the bathtub and just started vomiting bile, Ew. like uncontrollably, just like. <laughs> and then I would, yeah. and then I would stop and be like, okay, okay, and it would. And so, in in that moment, I felt like that's when I felt like that's when Daniel I'm, knew he fucked up. And it was at that moment. Yeah, for real, dude. For real, <laughs> Daniel dude. Knew he fucked As he up. was in the fetal position in the bathtub. Shit, you not. I call. I screamed out to my wife. I was like, Nah, please help. She comes in. She's like, First thing, I told you to drink more <laughs> water. Blah 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 blah. I'm like, Ah, oh, Lord. Get Come right, on, nerd. dude. So I'm like, Please, I'm just there's bile in my beard and shit. She's trying. She's trying to scold me. So we went to the ER. They weighed me. Like, my normal, quote-unquote, fighting weight is, like, 212. Okay. That's where I sit at. How tall are you? Six feet. Okay. I like that driver's license, so I'm not making it up. <laughs> it's, uh... Some people like to give or take inches from their yeah. height. No, um, people people don't believe that I'm 5'8". Like, it says it on my license. They're like, you could have told them that. Like, <laughs> they wa- they watched me. I, I usually, to be, to be, like... I don't know. There's a, there's a thing, right, where you have... You know, you know how girls are like when they're in their like they're like when you see the thing, their profiles, it's like if you ain't over six feet, don't hit me up. Right, right, and you're like, right, oh, yeah, shut up! But you're like three hundred plus pounds. Yeah, like, like, mean, who are whatever you to talk? it is, <laughs> whatever, whatever height they are, they're like yeah. five two, and you're like, that's a below average girl height it, even for a girl. Like, what yeah. are you doing? So I've always been the dude that's been like at the drugs, the DMV. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm five eleven, and they're like, nah, you six. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take that extra inch, bro. From five eleven to six foot, that's a big difference, man. If you're five eleven, you're change. like you're like all the way down here. But if you're six foot, magically yeah, you're just dude. tall as shit. There's somehow there's the, that that discrepancy is large. So do you? Uh, oh, but the point I was getting to. Yeah, sorry, dude. Because we're talking get back to we, it, yeah, we were we were talking about six foot diet, dude. I had my fighting weight, quote unquote, is two twelve, and when they weighed me, I was one ninety eight. One idea. Oh fuck! I had dropped that in four days. In four days. Mm-hmm. Just not eating, basically. Just not throwing eat, up. No eating. The throwing up sure didn't help. Sweating, probably. The sweating it was water weight, dude. 
And so they, they put an IV bag. You're uh, a nurse too, huh? So you're just yeah, like, she's an ooh, RN. Ooh, oh man. And I no. didn't, I, I felt no comfort. <laughs> I felt no, I, uh, you go to the hospital to be comforted. And she was there preventing me from reaching said state she of comfort. She was probably like mean mugging the nurse. Like, that's wrong. You're doing that wrong. No, dude. You know what she likes to do? She likes to go into the hospital and be like, don't say I'm a nurse. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm undercover in this I'm like, bitch. why not? Uh, yeah, dude. okay. So it's like, okay, well, whatever, you know? You got, um, so every time you go into a hospital, it's like on some low-key, like 007 yeah, shit. Yeah, we've been, we've been to the ER for her, and she'll be like, don't. She'll, she'll be like dying, like, don't say I'm a nurse. <laughs> Those are her and last like, words. Don't say fuck? I'm a nurse. It'll be on your gravestone. I'm not a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a nurse. Oh, shit. So, no, um, but wh- why not? Now I'm curious. Like, why? Wh- what is up with that? You want to get on the mic and say it? You can say <laughs> from over there. I'll relay the information to okay, the people. The reason is because when you work, when you're a healthcare provider uh-huh. and you come in, Requ- like requiring the service, yeah. And you're starting to think, oh, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. My country. I'm a nurse. They're gonna right, be right, like, right. okay, you arrogant fool. So oh, like, you're kind of thing. Ah, uh, so you don't think they're gonna give you the best service? Yeah, they'll be like, oh, there's one session there, so she knows everything. So she'll be straight. She'll be alright. I got yeah, you. I'm saying because you know I'm gonna trust them, but if they're doing something wrong, I'm gonna be like, yo, what the fuck? like if they don't go in and wash their hands. Oh yeah, no, that's a, yeah. Like, no, you gotta wash your hands. Like it's kind of cool because when we that's w- the most important job where you gotta wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> like of all the jobs, wash your hands, please. I I think that I look at your face. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Like what? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to many hospitals. I don't want to be surprised. Excuse me, ma'am. No, thank you. The, the um, I think that um. I think that when it came when it when it came to to my overall sickness, it was like um, the way that I got it. Because everyone always asks, like, you know, how'd you get the flu? Yeah. But it's just my job, dude. I, I work don't work for the hospital, but I work in the hospital environment. You know what I mean? Where I'm servicing hospitals. The fact that I haven't gotten it sooner is a surprise to me, frankly. Hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that what happened was that the kiddo came home with like a little bug fever type shit that we yeah weakened my immune system, and then somehow I just ended up with it. So that's I was called. more susceptible to it, you know, and I caught it somehow, dude. Who knows? I think that's just called bitch immune syndrome. That's exactly. Uh, what, you know, it's, it's on the. I, I have the paperwork to show. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the doctor qualified my immune system as quite bitchish. What, what, ha- what happened? How'd you get? Bitch immune, B- system. bitch immune system dude. Yeah man I just, I'm just It's just not I, there I, I got that That BIS I got is, that BIS Is there any way to, to to work out Like your immune system Like Other than Drinking green tea And shit like, What know. What can you do To strengthen your immune system I don't know nurse This is a question for you dude Uh Exercise rest. Okay Exercise and rest, rest uh. Why do I feel like That's what they all say though That's the truth, that's the truth? Breathing Water, showers, <laughs> regular bowel movements. Yeah, I mean, regular bowel movements are a key uh, component to any healthy lifestyle, I, I believe. That's a very, I, yeah. Yeah, if you're not shitting, you're not You ain't living. winning. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't winning or living. You ain't living. shitting, you ain't winning. Either or, dude, either or. But uh, mm. let's take it back to the band, though. Go for it. Because you are in a band. And <sighs> you guys. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Get the fuck out of here. So, yeah. Yeah, um, dude. so, you're in a band, yes. and you guys played the last show. Was it the Churchill show? Yeah, dude. What's planned for the future, man? You guys playing anything else uh, this year, or are you focusing on it's, studio stuff? Right now, the, the idea is studio stuff, because we've had so many setbacks when it comes to over the last year. I would say for sure the last year has been, almost to date, has been just like an up and down 
just a, just so many so many changes and and then decisions that we thought we were making that were right. You know, um, you know, around a year ago we lost one our bass player, and then a couple he months. Died? Uh, well, no. no she, <laughs> you don't, hey, dude. No. No, man. <laughs> Damn, dude. Dark. Um, you said we lost her, man. No, we uh, she, we found her later. But, yeah, she, <laughs> we found her. Lost or found her. She and, was lost and then found. Yes. I gotcha. Um, but we ended, like, she ended up leaving the band and then right. departing. And then uh, we picked up... Um, the guy that was our old guitar player, he came in to fill in on bass. That was Jay. That was Jay. He yes. had a few shows with us. Yes. Um, I was at one of those shows. You were. I think that was his last show with you guys. The Propaganda Show was yes, the last the show. Yeah, show, that was yes. kind of like, I think that was when me and Joe talked it out and we were like, you know what? I think that when we had, the, re- the real reason, I, I mean, I heard Lou on here last week and he yeah. kind of like glanced over it, but when we had lost Sandra, the first one that stepped up was Lou. Lou was like, oh, I'll play bass for you guys. Like, he was like, I'll, I'll learn it. I'll learn your shit, you know? Right. And he's and, and, and he's a buddy and he's a fan, you know? Yeah. So I was like, oh, As fuck are yeah. many people. Yeah, thanks, dude. <laughs> you know, I was like, all right, sweet. Like, let's, I'll te- come over to my house and I'll teach you the songs. So then um, Joe and Jay, and I think... Uh, we're, we're name dropping. I don't give a fuck. It's history. It is what it, it is, it's in the man. History, it's, I mean, it's in the history book. I don't you can gotta, elaborate on it if you feel like it. I don't think. Uh, fuck yeah, dude. As long as you know what I'm saying. I'll like, do it. If ri- you're comfortable with I'll, it, I don't care. It'll be matter of fact. It'll be matter of fact. For sure. And, and and opinion of character is out of the scenario. Right. Okay. So this is just a matter of fact. Sure. Take a drink. This is what I'm doing. He's he's going. He's about to go in deep, ladies mm. and gentlemen. Deep into cognac the is good, dude. It's it's solid. You like it? It's I'm solid, dude. Solid shit. So um. All right, so then um, at that point, um, Jay and Joe worked together at a restaurant of which I will not disclose. <laughs> <laughs> right, of course not. And no. um, when I guess uh, when Jay found out, Jay wanted to, was very eager to give it a second chance, right? And we had a show two weeks away. Right. And then Joe was like, dude, Jay wants back in. You'd only have to teach him one new song or two new songs as opposed to showing Lou eight songs like the whole set because jay can you know play root notes on a bass guitar because he played rhythm guitar and he he was part of the band before so he was familiar with the material at yeah that point. Right. exactly so I, I was like shit you know fuck he's right i think that would be easier to do so then right. i was like okay fine but he needs to have like there needs to be a criteria so there's no repeat of why he left in the first place right you know what i mean and it, and i say for the position that we were in it was the wise decision to make um, but ultimately it was just, I can say for myself, I was displeased in, I just, I, I didn't, I, I just felt like, okay, like that's, you know, like it, it's kind of like getting back with a chick. It's always hard to, you know to what I mean? Express your displeasure with someone in a band because it almost feels like you're attacking their character, but you're really not. Yeah, dude. You know what? That's. That's that's ace. That's the way that you word that is perfect. You know where where you want to say, hey, like this is what you should. Yeah, like maybe, t- you need to tighten up t- here. You need dude, to tighten yeah. up there. But most of the time, when you try and critique somebody, especially as a musical thing, like where we are, like we're trying to be musicians. Like mm-hmm. music is something that people take. Uh, like they um, fuck it. What's the word? 
like they identify themselves with the fact that they play the instrument that they do. Sure. So when you tell them, hey, this is not right, or you need to do this different, or mm. change your technique here, or whatever, they take it as a personal attack well, on shit, them. Sorry, dude. <laughs> right. You know. It's yeah, cool. yeah. Because the whole their whole life they've identified. I'm a bass player. This is what I do. I'm a musician. And so you're like, hey, you're doing this wrong. You're like, whoa, but you're, so you're saying I'm, I've been doing this wrong the whole time. Yeah. Or, it, it re- they really take it, musicians take that shit personally. So I it's kind of hard to draw the line there, where it's like mm-hmm. constructive criticism and like you, like someone just taking it way too personal. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. I, I had to learn that. I you had did? to learn that. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Like I said, um, I, I don't, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned it on this podcast, but I'm pretty sure I have that. You know, yeah, like maybe three, four months in, almost kicked me out. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you told me that. You yeah. said that personally behind, like off mic. Before. Yeah, yeah. So, um. That's something that I had to learn. Like there was a lot of things that I was taking to heart that mm-hmm. I didn't need to be taken in that regard. Like shit that I was wrong about that I was arguing about uh, with someone who had more knowledge than me in the yeah. subject, like Alex or Brian. Uh, yeah. When it came to audio engineering stuff, or when it came to music theory stuff, and I had to that it took me like a wake up call to understand. Like they had to check me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I learned that um, to not take shit like that personally. Like just take it take their advice and learn from it and like correct it. And most of the time they're going to be right. If you, I, I have learned to pick and choose my battles, I guess mm-hmm. is the best way to put it. Cause there've been times where Brian has told me to do something a certain way. Like we'll do a take on a song in the studio. And yep. he's like, Hey, the double pedal. I think the technique was off there. I was like, run it back. Like me and Alex will listen to it. And we're like, there's no, there's no error there. I mean, right. if as the engineer, I'll give you the credit. If you really want me to redo it, I'll redo it. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, just to give you that respect, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And, but I do it in situations where I'm a hundred percent certain that I'm like adamant about it, right. you know, instead of something that I don't know too much about. There was, um, I can, I can agree with you a hundred percent. Um, and not to, not to digress real quick, um, no, from your ahead. initial question, but it happened when we picked up Lucha. When we picked up Lucha. What did, what, what happened? That, like where something that I was securing was like. Well, maybe you should do this differently. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I mean? And it had a lot to do with, um, I guess it kind of ties into the situation where our bass players in the past maybe didn't know how to dial themselves in according to a live setting, you know? Um, And so to compensate, maybe I had to EQ my rig a certain way. You know, I had to shape my sound a certain way. Everybody, I, I, I I mean... Anybody that knows me knows that I play loud as shit. You know, my, my my shit. I love playing guitar loud. Who doesn't? You know. Right. But it was also to compensate for a lack of knowledge of a backing instrument like a bass that's supposed to be the glue between a drum, a drummer, and a guitar player. And so when Lucha came into the fold, the dude is just so knowledgeable about that instrument. It fucking blows my mind. Like how just well off he is. In, in in his understanding of the role of that instrument in a band, you know, and um, he comes in and you know I was I, at that time I had I was trying out a new pedal and it was it, I didn't really fuck with it with my live rig and you know everybody was looking at me like man that sounds like shit and I'm right, just right. and I just was like I just spent like three hundred dollars on this fucking pedal and it sounds like shit and they're like Kevin looked at me and he's like oh, it's, it's a weak sound it's not punchy and then. Lucha's like, spend time with it, but don't bring it back until you get it right. And I was like, you know, for a second, you feel like you're an inch tall. Right, right, But right, I'm right, like... Right, right. And then Joe, you know, was like, you spent way more time 
fucking with your sound the whole time you've been in this band and now you're bringing a new element in why don't you just go back to the old ways that you had it long story short i was able to it, that made me want to work on it more you know what i'm saying it made me want to try to make that pedal work and i did i think i did because our last show i used it differently than i thought i needed to use it you know and it's a multi-effect pedal so i was using it you know like compressor as a clean boost which some people might argue against but it worked it, it sounded great right um but i had to take a step back because i could have been arrogant right i could I have been hard say- i could have been like nah man fuck that dude it's it's good right. it's from a brand Double name down on your on your point. yeah dude so then and then you know also with lucha he was he would tell me when we were the few times that we practiced together before our first show he was saying our first show together he would tell me like you know you need to think about eqing more than volume and i was like you know oh he's like you have he's like you he's, he knew he knew he's like you run a, a an eq in your in your effects loop don't maybe volume isn't what you need maybe you just need to add he's like he told me just add mids or something like he said something I can't remember off like but he said he said try like low mids or, or 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 high mids or some shit and I did and then it ended up working out real well because he he knew where he needs to sit in the mix so in turn he's like that means you have to be here and if you watch like the video that the shitty cell phone video of the show everything sounds cell phony right like right, a cell right, of phone course, ish, of course but it definitely didn't sound as thick as it did yeah. like that's the thickest we sounded and and a lot of it had to do with you know me not being arrogant or a know-it-all and being like well volume is what's important and then me trying to you know clash over everybody else you know and being loud like I, i'll look at kevin and, and lucha and i'll be like you know up or down with my fingers up or down and lucha might go up and kevin might go up or you know, they're usually like even because Kevin needs to. I, I feel like I don't know how I don't know how, I don't know how drummers work, but I feel like drumming you need a you need a hero bass player. Yeah, for sure. No, you know 100%, what I mean. Hundred percent. You need a hero bass player, especially so. when there's only one guitarist. Because sometimes you might go into a lead part. I mean, I don't know how in, in Macronium there's not too many you know, no, like solos no, I'm, I'm and not, leads like that. I'm not like that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm not a solo and you know it anyway. When I play, Brian uh, now. I mean, we're, we're working with one guitarist. When he goes to do a solo or any kind of lead part, I follow Alex on the bass because, you know, that's that's the rhythm section of the band. You right. know what I'm saying? We're usually in sync. My bass drum is usually on punching on some mm-hmm. of the same notes that he is. Yeah. So that's definitely, yeah. If you're a drummer, you're listening for the bass more than the guitar. For sure. So I'm not I'm not wrong in that. So it's... it's you kind of take their opinion when it comes to your I volume? I do. I do because, like, those other two dudes are just so much... They've been in band. I mean, Macronium is the first band I've been in in like ten years. Ten? No, fuck that. I've been in Macronium for two years, and I hadn't been in a band since I was twenty. And I joined Macronium when I was thirty-two. So that twenty to thirty-two, twelve-year range, whatever the math is on that, it's a. I hadn't been in a band. I've jammed with people, but I hadn't been in a band. So. When you, when you look at Kevin and Lucha and, you know, Lucha's like, oh, I've been playing in bands in, in Argentina and I've been I've yeah. played this band. And then, you, you you know, you look at Kevin's catalog and Kevin's just in 17 different projects. You're like, well, clearly it's pe- these guys have an understanding of music diversity and, and they just they've been doing it. They've done it more than right, me. Right. They have a little bit more experience. I mean, yeah. they've been around the the, the what is it saying? Around the block, 
Right. Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> they've been fucking. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they... no, they've been around. They, I mean, like he's, he's played in a whole other country. Kevin's doing multiple different projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's for for me, dude. I feel like if they say do this, do that, I'll be like, okay. You're right. You'll take that yeah. into consideration more than maybe some random person you never met. I will, man, because they're my bandmates. Right. And they know how things need to sound, you know? So, like, right now I think that what we got going on is pretty sick as far as, like, tone-wise. Because a lot of people the last time we played, you know, they were just like, that's... The way you guys sounded was great. Like, there was just... It was great. You guys... The the, the delivery was, was the best it's ever heard. Some dude came from... Where the fuck did he come from? Far as fuck, I guess he was he was out of out of state for something. A mm-hmm. friend of Joe's, someone that saw Macronium before Ivy was in the band, right? And the first time he saw Macronium again was that that last show, and he was like, to him, Joe was the only original member, and he was like, okay, so the band got smaller, or small, or three people at one point, then it got bigger to five people, and now it's back to four, and so Joe's the only original member, and he's like, this is a this is great. This is what you guys should have been sounding like, you know. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool. That's cool." That's to always know. good, man. Yeah. When you go in a new direction or you got some new members and you're kind of the future of the band's kind of up in the air yeah. and you get that reinforcement from people, mm-hmm. it's a good fucking feeling. Yeah, dude, I think so. When um, the only plans that we have right now is in is in. Uh, let's see, we're in ready in November, right? November fourth. Yep, so I would November say maybe 4th. not this weekend, but the following weekend. Uh, the following week, we're gonna start making plans to get together to put. To put our music together because we were working on it earlier this year and because of the member changes and just all the bullshit and the big the massive gap from playing dude when we when we got rid of not we didn't get rid of him but we went our own ways with kevin gallagher um there was such a gap there dude from when we played again um months you know and there was a lot of a lot of a lot of days where i was just like you know I'm in a band chat. Uh, I, I manage, sort of manage the Facebook band page. Okay. But what am I managing? Like there's months there's are going, going by on. and days are going by and I got nothing to show for it. Nothing's really happening. So there was a few days where me and Joe had talks like, fuck, this sucks. You know, like, do we do something different? Like right. we had those talks. And then um, we picked up Kevin Thankfully, we picked up Kevin, and then we were all we were all driving down south to Ark Sound to you know by the fucking little airport that's down there in Kendall or whatever. The, I don't know anything that happened south of Cayocho, dude. So I don't even know what. To me, that's a different state. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. So, for sure. But we would all Far go shit. Yeah, we would all go down there and and practice and and just be like, and we were like, okay, well, this is cool, but you know. Like, what are we doing? Like, what, what, we, what's the plan? You know, we were recording. Do we re-record what we recorded? Because um, we have a different drummer now and a different bass player. Dude, it was just so many frustrating. What do we do now? So when you're in those moments, how do you how do you take a step By the back? way, you helped us out a lot. I rem- Like, there was, a, like, jamming out with you here was super cathartic. Right. Super cathartic because... That felt like okay, like we're striving for something, you know. And then we recorded the uh, uh, Vapid for the Sons of the Underground. Yeah, for the three hundred five Underground mixtape. Release that shit, please. For real, <laughs> you know. And I mean, better and, album cover too, man. I was not feeling that album cover. I'm sorry. I don't even know there was a set album cover. Yeah, I was not feeling it. <sighs> very, very not my thing. I wanna. I, I really wanna. Is that the one, the graveyard one? 
It was like blue with some Japanese letters on it or some shit. Oh, really? I didn't see it. It was. Look, All man, I, w- I love. Shout out to to Revolution for even putting that together. <laughs> but I just think the album cover could have been better. I think those dudes are dope. I didn't see the album cover. So they still haven't been on this comment. fucking podcast. Can you believe that? Did you ask them? I've asked them, or we've talked about it. And they're down to do it, and it's just never happened because they live in buttfuck Egypt. They do. Well, I like those dudes. Excuse me, I just burped. Me too, man. I, I want to have are- them on the show. I've been dying to have them on the show. I'm sure they have a crazy amount of stories. They've been doing this shit for like 20 years or whatever have they really? the fuck it is. 20 years? At least 10. At the very fucking least 10. Damn. 2009 is not that long ago. Bro, you know, I, it just dawned on me. The last show that we played before we played Propaganda, when you saw us, Yeah. we played with Revolution in South Beach. Yeah. And it was like January 7th or some yeah. shit at the sandbar. How much? So how we mean, went how from, much? How was that? I thought it was fun. Was it a packed house? No. Never, it never <laughs> fucking it, is, man. You know what it is? Is that the sandbar at that time, it, it was kind of... I think that was like the first time that they were going to have like live music. Yeah. So they had the sports bar. Kind of the food was pretty was was good. Man, I, I, anytime I, I got to play it if anywhere the food is good, I love it. The food, I, that's why I love playing O'Malley's, dude. dude. Cuz I don't know anymore, but before with the old management, their food was fire. Yeah? Fire. What do you mean? I didn't have I haven't I haven't eaten there. Dude, we I saw you perform there. Yeah. And you had some of the chicken wings, man. I took a bite out of one of your chicken I was wings. When, I was with a girl that I'm not dating anymore. I remember. Yeah. But I had one chicken wing. I can't judge. Uh, was it, it good? It was. I, it was, <laughs> it was, yeah, that was, was it a good chicken wing? That was wing? a good chicken wing. God damn right it was. <laughs> no, nah, dude, I've had their fucking. good chicken wing. They had, they had fried ma- uh, macaroni <clears throat> ball shits, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. The macaroni bites and shit. Oh, my God. They got, they got fire out there. I love, I love that shit, dude. But I digress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But that, but that sandbar was cool because the, when you walk in, first of all, it's South Beach, right? So you had to park somewhere. Oh, God. Then you had to. R- r- Take your shit down the sidewalk to get to the venue and just kind of keep it off to one side. Honestly, that's why I don't I don't fuck with playing downtown Miami and shit like that because mm-hmm. one that's not that's not our crowd, bro. I, How many people that are just in foot traffic out there are into progressive metal? And that's I'm talking about specifically for you know you know. What at I mean? that time, you know, I don't. Well, did Joe wear a dress then? He didn't wear a dress then. But imagine but you if guys he did. have a more. Um, I know it sounds funny, but like a digestible sound. What? <laughs> I, I, I know, like you guys sound? are heavy as fuck. Maybe, but yeah, at the maybe. same time, as a live show, as a live package, someone sees Joe from from maybe 20, 30 feet away, you don't think they're going to come up and like wonder what's going on versus they see, you know, you know, yeah. Couple, you know couple what's pudgy you, dudes. <laughs> we got some dope lights and shit, but like other than that. You know what I think? It's kind of like you guys have. Like, you got to know who we are already type you, shit. You, you guys have... You the, guys call attention of people. I think that you... Look, I think that... Take this as you will. Okay. Faggot. But no. 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 <laughs> I wasn't going to call you a faggot. But I was definitely going to say that you guys have the same syndrome that Between the Barrier and Me have. Who the fuck is that? Oh, man. That's... A t- that... You don't you don't know who be- I feel like I've heard that name before, but any band that has a a, if, a, a band name that is a whole phrase, I just if, avoid. If, if Renee Labor was here, he'd be care. like, "You pr- you playing a progressive metal band and you don't know who they are." Their name is a whole phrase. I don't fuck with that. Listen, I don't fuck with any band whose name is a phrase. I'll send you some shit. Name a bunch of bands. Uh, I'll I'll send you some shit. And if their name is a phrase, I don't they, fuck with them. A the, day to remember, look, look, fuck them. The point I'm trying to make. Bring it, me the horizon. Fuck them. L- listen to me. Of the, mice and men, fuck them. <sighs> Black Dahlia Murder? Fuck them. 
<laughs> Blood on the dance floor Fuck <gasps> Yeah no fuck them dude Blood on the dance floor Finally Fuck them Finally I, I think I think one of them has No I didn't like any of those bands you mentioned But like I, I think Yeah anyways Look Point for make Is that <laughs> you, you have the Between the Buried and Me Are a very very good Progressive metal band They have There's a symptom A syndrome Symptom Whatever the term is Right Where When you go to see them Right. It's a room full of dudes yeah. that are musical nerds. Yeah, their their shows are not energetic where you're just swinging shit around and you're, there's no the light show is great, but they literally just stand there and it's a head bob while they play because it's about the musicality. Right. Anybody that's not familiar with rock or metal will hear that widdly dilly off time signature kind of like playing behind the backbeat shit and you're just like. Oh my god, this is weird. Like, what's what? There's no movement. It's a rock band, and but me, I watch them. I'm just like, what the fuck is he doing with the guitar? Like, well, there's a like, you know, as a musician, you start breaking shit down because you start hearing what's going on. They're a they're in a they're a very good, uh, a very good metal band where it's the songwriting. I I could go on and on. The songwriting is just phenomenal. But that it's it, you guys have that thing where like unless you're a music appreciator, you're probably not gonna get it. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah. Because I'll listen to you guys and I'll be and I'll listen to you dudes. My favorite song is November, by okay. you guys. Yeah, I love November. Offest song ever. What? It's so off. Why? It's, it's like five four or some shit. It's, it's the beauty of it, dude. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it, but but that's that's the beauty. It's just I thought that would be people's least favorite song off that off that. EP, you know, I to, I think I told Alex the same. I told Alex my favorite's November, and he was like, "Really?" Like the, he also like mm-hmm. him and Vince went skirt. What? Because it's such <laughs> a weird, like it's such a weird song. But, it's probably my least favorite on there. But I'll that be goes honest. that goes to my point though, dude. It's to me as someone that listens to music and ingests music. I'm like, that's sick. There's something to that. They're like, play my sugar for somebody. Right. And right. it's like... It takes a certain person to appreciate it. The drums are in 4-4, four, because four, you can tell by the, the hi-hats the hits, and, right? Yeah. It's But then the guitars are playing this like weird... Maybe it's like a 7-8, or maybe a 5-4, a five, a five, where it takes a couple turns of the riff for it to resolve. I see what you're saying. Right. Everybody else would be like, that just sounds like, you know, and it sounds like shit unless you have a music ear where you're like, God damn. Oh, there's the resolve. Yeah. Oh, there's the resolve. Right. Oh, here's the resolve. Like where it starts over. Right. Where it just, it's just a constant gargle of riffs. Yeah. But no, there's a resolve. Right. There's, it comes back around eventually. Yeah. And. I don't know. Like to me, that is cool, and I think that that's the same shit that I see in Yonoya. It's a hard genre to live in, though, when you're trying to make money doing this shit. You know, mm. I feel like that's an easy road to take. Or I don't know. I heard Yonoya's drummers endorsed by Drumsticks. Shout yeah, out to yeah, yeah. shout out to XL man. <laughs> they hooked me up with your signature on it. With my signature on it. Yes. I mean, I had to scan that in. That's so cool. It was fucking lit, dude. Dude, that's <laughs> like, really cool. That's like me having my own guitar pick. No, it, I'd be it really, down with that. or like your own pickups or something. <sighs> that makes us shame. But um, Fishman holler. No, it's definitely, it's definitely, <laughs> it was definitely a dream come true, dude. Yeah. I mean, but the, I reached out to them. You know what I Did mean? You? Like, reach that's out sick. to Fishman, dude. Who knows, dude? They might fuck with your shit. Who knows? Like to me, it's like you miss every shot you don't take, bro. A hundred percent of the shots you don't take, you're gonna miss them, bro. That's like that's like saying the dumb question is the one you don't ask. <laughs> 
Pretty much. Pretty much. But that's though. also like saying if a tree falls in the forest. No, no, no. It's not. <laughs> no. No, that shit made a sound. Just because no one was there don't mean it didn't make a sound. How do you know? Because trees make noise when they fall, bitch. I know it, this. Why is a pizza box square when the pizza's round? And then the slices are triangles. Nani? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You just fucked me. You just fucked my mind, bro. I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, for real. I, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, but... Having having the sticks. Why is it like, a ring when it's why do you, why does it call a boxing ring when it's suck square? my balls? That's why. Uh-huh. And um, okay, I'm that's, just saying, that's that, harsh, I don't care. I don't harsh. care about the boxing or the boxes. I don't want to move anywhere. Why is it called the computer keyboard when it's buttons? They're keys. They're buttons. They're keys. Buttons. They're keys. Buttons. There's multiple definitions for the word keys. Buttons. <laughs> I can't even argue with you anymore, dude. Buttons. I think I think to be a button you have to be square. What? Or, or circular. To be a button, I you mean have circular, to... circular, circular, circular. Those are those are keys, sir. <laughs> it's a board of keys. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's not a button. Mm-mm. Say it. Mm. <laughs> Yo, um, let me ask you a question. Go like, for it, man. Please. Totally back to to what we were talking about. Yes, please. Of, I mean, you've you've had a line of changes. Yes. You've said it yourself. But yes. like, what's been the hardest member to find? Uh, Drummers, the, dude. The change. Uh, which one? Drummers hard to find. Why? It can't be that hard. I'm a drummer. I find myself all the time. You had your chance with us, young man. <laughs> we wanted you in the band, dude. All right. <laughs> we wanted you in the band Shut the fuck up um, I understand uh, I th- Drummers are hard to find And I think that that goes back to um, I regret it now <laughs> Oh man, come on now Nah bro, it's just one of those things man When when you have I think that the spot that you were in when Back when, then If I had known what I know now I would have definitely taken the situation differently But at the same time I had faith in, in what I was doing, and I still what, so do. You, wait, and I still uh, hold do. On. Okay, I still do. Not that I don't. Yeah, we're but going, it's, we're it's, going deep here on the. It's on the disheartening throne. when when you gotta when you gotta let someone go, right? And right. we still have yet to replace him. We thought we we found our guy. What? We <laughs> I thought smacked we the found shit out of the mic. What happened? Didn't. Can we talk about that? Let or is me, that? Let me finish my point, Daniel. I know you talk too much. Jesus. So side of you on, lady. Fuck. My side. I'm the host. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so um, we thought we found our guy yeah. It wasn't the case yeah. I mean wish all the best to him But it just didn't work out Fucking And then right. Vince decided to go his own way recently And keys were a big deal of your sound huh? Keys are the the cornerstone Yeah Of Yunaya Strong Yunaya <laughs> It's just because we, we use a lot of synths mm-hmm. um, We're very much I mean, we pride ourselves on being able to replicate the sound that we make in the studio. Live. Right. But, um, and that's, that's not really possible without the keyboards. So, I mean, and you know, you can do, you can do MIDI pedals and click on certain scenes for certain parts and shit. But at that point you got to be, you got to play the exact same time signature, the exact same BPM, not time, the exact same BPM. You have to play to a click. Right. Right. And that's, in a live setting, it's hard to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that it's impossible, but without in ears or um, yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that, it's mm-hmm. just it's very easy to get fucked up. And when you once you get fucked up with a backing track, it sounds like garbage. It's it so does. hard to catch up. It does. We contemplated for a while using um, like a for me to use a loop pedal live. Oof. 
And I told Joe, I go, I like a loop pedal for my own pleasure. Like when I'm at home and I want around and I want to write something, you know, I might come up with a riff idea, but then I'll be like, how can I spicy that up? Like layer it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so like, I might just, you know, just have a, a riff that sounds like shit. Maybe it's real simple, but then I'm like, how can I zazz that up? And then I'll just play something off of that. But then because of that backing track that I created, now I have an idea where the bass what the bass can do, a bass guitar. So then I'll grab the, I have a bass at home, I'll grab a bass and I'll kind of root note it out, real basic shit. And then that's kind of like how I start a backbone. That's how I songwrite. Loop pedals are fun as fuck, but like um, one of my favorite bands of all time is uh, Animals as Leaders. Mm-hmm. Great progressive band. Another band that has a phrase in their name. Dude, their drummer, Matt, I can't pronounce his last name, it's like Gurkha, Gurkha or some shit. Right. Just watch him play. Just watch sure. a lot. I'll, I'll send. I'll send. I'll link you up with some shit. Do it. He's a sick drummer. You have to understand is that Animals as Leaders started off as Misha Mansoor from Periphery. I just want to let it be known that this cognac is hitting. It's been smashed. All right, high five. Dude. It's hitting. So then, uh, when it comes to Animals as Leaders, started off as Toast and Abasi with Misha Mansoor from Periphery. Okay. I know and it was just, it was it was just these two dudes and everything, you know. Uh, I think the, the story goes that Tosin wanted to do like a, an acoustic clean shit after he like left his old band Reflux or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to do something more like very clean sound kind of shit. And then Misha Mansour comes in and he's like, nah, dude, you got to get some chugs in there. Threw in some chugs. But then the drums were programmed. For okay. the first album. Right. It's all programmed. And mm-hmm. the cool thing about it wow, is that... I didn't know people put out albums like that for real. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Wow. And, and the album is sick. It's the first album. It's okay. great. Okay. And so the drums are cool because, you know, like, if I were to program drums, you'd be like, that sounds like shit, frankly, because it's a guitar player programming, programming a drum. Right. But Misha Mansour programmed drums for so the album. So a drummer programmed them. Misha Mansour is their guitar player for Periphery. Okay, okay. But the guy's that's just—he's just a—he's just, a, just fucking that dude. Composer. He's just great. Yeah. So you basically program a machine to play these drum inputs. Yeah. Right. Or to. Uh, okay. The he con- typed the, it in. Dude. The cognac is hidden. He typed. So it So he types in the impulses on MIDI, however that fucking works. Yeah. And then you gotta find a drummer that says, "Hey, can you play that off time? Can you play that weird time signature? Can you live. fucking like do that live? live?" Yeah. And then. You got to find a dude that can do that. And they were able, I think they went to two or, th- I think one other, one or two guitar players, uh, dr- sorry, not guitar players, they went through one or two drummers before they got to the guy that they got now. That's and it's the problem great. when you have a guitar player um, tabbing out drums, is they have a tendency to write shit that no one can fucking play. That might be accurate. So I feel that way. The fact that they were able to find someone that that, that could actually play the shit says a lot to the the uh, composition of it. That th- it wasn't something that was impossible, you know. Sure, dude. And I and the dude plays in um a few other like really cool like interesting like jam sesh kind of shit. Um, I can't name anything off the top of my head. You can just YouTube him if you're interested. Um, but there the point was is that they're a band that Tos and Abasi will use a loop pedal live. So now they have two guitar players. There's three dudes. There's two guitar players that play eight strings and then a drummer. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if they use a bass backing track, but I know that they use a backing track for their like effects, like their real digital like synthes type shit that's in the back, in the background. So they might use a bass backing track. But okay. The point is, is that there are certain parts where Tosin will loop himself, and then play like leads. So Damn. it just sounds extra wall and thicky. Yeah. And 
it's like fuck man like to me i'm like i can i feel like i can do that yeah but i'm like once you put it to practice that's hard yeah. that that was that was my mindset you have to play it at a perfect time so you're yes. perfect bpm that was that was me when i felt that we needed i don't i don't feel like i need to do that because i've got lucha i've got lucha now and lucha when he hears that thing where I'm backing down from attacking a riff, he just starts just shooting this shit with his fingers, and he has this really cool like drive pedal that just it's it it mixes wet and dry signals. So, I think with us it's always on. Like that's that's his. It's always on for us. But fuck, dude, that thing is just. He just when it fills up when I'm not on it. If that makes any sense, I don't know how to describe it. But it's like if uh, for like a song, if I'm trying to go into like an octave slide kind of dingy, mm-hmm. he just he hits harder and it responds. Or if I'm doing like this kind of like, you know, uh, I guess it's called like an alarm clock sound. Where it's like fruit, 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 like those weird like off. Dim- like I think the, they're like the pinches. The, I guess they're pinches or like I think they're technically called minor seconds. OK, some maybe. I mean, I I'm know. not a fucking guitar. It's, 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 it's like playing an oct- it's like playing an, 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 like an octave of the same note and then just kind of like moving your finger one note away from that octave. So it's like playing notes that it's notes that they just, they just don't match. And I'm not talking about a tritone or a diminished fifth or whatever. It's, and it's not a harmony. It's not a harmony. It's just a pinch note. It's just a, it's, it's, it's not a fuck. The, the cognac is hitting. It, it's just, it's a, it's a, mi- it's a minor second. And what a it does, setback. a minor second. And what it does, it just, it creates a bending, <laughs> tension type sound but when you hear that and a strumming pattern which i do in one of our songs he just fills that space up that was never filled up before so you get filled up by lucha i get filled up by lucha right okay good oh well i'm sure you love him in the band then Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so so i i the loop pedal idea was 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 thought of and immediately eliminated because I didn't need to do that. Not anymore. Once you no, found man. Lucha, no, dude. When it when it comes to to writing stuff and putting stuff together, I still use a loop pedal. I never so use the, it live. The main reason it was brought up was to fill up some empty space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Just okay. just to, just to yeah, where where, st- where I felt that stuff Compensate needed to be compensated. Exactly. But and I know at one point you wanted <sighs> to have a second guitar. So when did you have the change of heart? And and wanted to keep it as you know, and you when, became an egomaniac and wanted to be the only guitars. When I first joined Macronium, <laughs> when I, no, 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 ego, egomaniacs. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to say something. Mm. When we first joined, when I first joined Macronium, um, Joe wanted to let go of Jay, who was one of the guitar players, and I said, no, don't keep him. Right. And my logic was a quote from the late Wayne Static from Static X. He okay. said, "There's nothing heavier than two guitars playing the same shit at the same time." Okay. It's a quote from Guitar World somewhere in history. He said it, and I remember it because it stuck with me. And so I remember I um, I told Joe, I go, man, no, like, and I repeated that quote to him, and I told him what was what my idea was. I go, he can just play basic shit. It's fine, keep him. But then when when he when he decided to leave because he had he felt that he had his own plans, I told Joe, let's just keep it single guitar player. I mean, a lot of the bands that we like are single guitar bands, you know, so. I mean, how how much do you take into consideration the bands you listen to's decisions into the decisions that you make? None. Me personally. So why do none. you go into it like, oh well, the bands that I like only have one guitarist. Maybe we should keep it only one guitarist instead of thinking relative to your sound specifically. 
Can that's I ask a, you that? That's a good question. Yeah, of course you can. You yeah, just did. Bitch. I, hey. <laughs> Do you want me to fill you up? No, I don't. I'll fill you <laughs> I up. I would not like to get filled. <laughs> JC does Drained. not condone getting filled. Drained. Well, I don't want to get filled. Uh, if you want to get filled, get Joe filled. Joe gave me a dental dam. We'll, we'll, we'll bring Jesus it out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, that's, for, that's, for, that's for your wife. Wife. We don't, we don't believe in no, dental dams. No, he doesn't dams. need that. He doesn't we don't believe in I wouldn't dams. believe in it either. That's, that's a terrible thing to believe in. The, uh, Not in here, guys. No. Not in here. What? Not in here. Don't no. pull anything out in here. The, uh, I think, look, I think, um, <laughs> well, because, okay, that's a good question. I think that um, single guitar bands, you're talking bands like, for myself, early Deftones. White Stripes. No, shut <laughs> up. Uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no. Uh, when, when, when you're thinking uh, single guitar player bands, Nirvana. not the White Stripes. <laughs> no, You know what? I'm not going to fight you. Nirvana's, Nirvana, good example. Nirvana's lit. Um, for me, it'll be bands like Placebo. Who? Let me talk. Placebo. Early Deftones before Chino decided to pick up a guitar. Boo. Yeah, exactly. Um, it would be System of a Down. Oh, Mudvayne. I didn't think about that. Mudvayne. That's single, a heavy sound guitar. for one. You ever heard Mudvayne's first album? Uh, I don't think it's a. It's their second album. The one with Dig on it, is it? Yes, LD Fifty. Please, Dig? please listen to that. Is please it listen Dig? to is that. The song mm-hmm. with Dig? Please yes. listen. Listen song. to LD Fifty. Yes, sir. Ryan Martini is one of the best. Ryan bases, Martini. One of the best bases that ever li- that ever existed. Is his real name Martinez? Mar- Martini. Is he Mar- fucking Mar- like us? Martin with an I? Yeah, like a, the fucking drink. Mar- right? Yeah. Why do you keep... I, I really enjoy using that word. All right, fag. No, it's Marti- <laughs> It's Ryan Martini. He's a fucking great bass right, player. Right. Listen to LD50, the album. It's fucking sick. Why it's- does their album sound like an airplane model? You know what LD50 means? No. Lethal dose. Nurse. What's that? LD50, what does that mean? Lethal dose. I don't is, think is she it- injects anybody no. with... That's juice, no, bro. LD, LD50, I think it means it's like how much of something you can take before it kills you. Lethal dose, 50 parts per whatever. Why don't I feel like you're the making fuck? that up? <sighs> Man, someone. Should I, I wish, should I I wish we up? had somebody to look this up. Jamie. Where's Jamie? I got No, I'll look it up right here. You got it? Uh, oh, sick, 50. dude. All right, cool, cool. Look it up. LD50 definition. Yeah, let's see. It's, I think it's the lethal dose of something. How much you can the take of something. The amount of toxic agent as a poison virus or radiation that is sufficient to kill 50% of a population of animals, usually within a certain time. Yeah, they teach us not to kill people. So. Called also a median lethal dose. I love how you ask your nurse wife for death the questions. Death, yeah, like, <laughs> her whole thing is the opposite of to that. To save though. lives. Yeah. Unless well, she's one of those like evil nurses that like doses them with like way too much. Well, like you just go to old people like yeah, here's time for your medicine. Well, listen, like, the it's like a, it's like a, it's, like, <laughs> it's like I've told her before. You know the the health industry can't make money off healthy people. Hell no, they can't. They need unhealthy people, bro. Am I right? I will give no comment. Boom! You heard it here first. Look wow. into it. Hashtag look into it. Hashtag <laughs> all right, Eddie Bravo. <laughs> you got the reference. I love it. Hashtag look into it. So, uh, <laughs> th- there, so there, there's a lot of bands that I, that I really enjoy that are single guitar bands. So that's so okay. So you do take into account the decision I, because my, that's a decision that they made. They deci- made the decision to stay one. My guitarist. decision was that it's not necessary, based on what bands that you fuck with have done. Sure. So you do take into consideration the uh, more, more okay, popular bands or bands that you like. <sighs> Because you respect them as musicians. If they came down and told you, hey, I think you should only stay with one guitarist. If, like, Chino said that, 
or whoever I'd be like, like you too. Stop playing and right, sing. Of course, I, I said you the wrong name because I don't fuck. remember the other guy's name. <laughs> Fit, chat, what's his name? Who? The guy you're obsessed with, the orange amp guy. Ah, Jim Root. No, faggot. Slipknot. No. Who? The other guy. Man, wow, dude. Really? Stephen Carpenter. Yes, dude. What? Yeah, Stephen Carpenter. Yeah, Stephen. Isn't it Stephen? Stephen. Stephen. Oh, excuse me. Stephen. Like so, Stephanie, but not. Okay. Stephen. Like Stephen Curry. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. So this guy, like, if that guy told you, "Hey, man, I think you should," well, you'd probably take that advice to heart. So like, I'd be like, "Well, yeah," because your best shit was written with just you playing guitar. In my opinion. My point. Yes. Being that you would take that advice, of course. So you don't think that you look at them for reference as to what you should do with your band? No. So why does it matter that bands no. that you like only have one guitar? Okay, I'll put it to you in car terms. It's like a buddy of yours saying, hey, listen, you have an all-motor, naturally aspirated, fucking simple, simple term. I was about to go into like some like engine jargon. Let's say that you have a naturally aspirated V8 in mm-hmm. a car. Sure. You're going to be like, well, I can tune that to 400 horsepower. Because I know guys that can that can get that horsepower by tuning it naturally. I know where you go with this. But then you have a guy that might say, "Hey, you just turbo it, turbo it, turbo an engine uh-huh. to get that 400 horsepower." Okay. You have two different ways of going about doing things. It's your preference. You have. You so m- you're saying you can get the same sound from one guitar that so you can get from both, no from two. But it's 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 really a, it, it, to, to me it's about yeah. You have hard think, questions, buddy. Bitch, think, I, bitch. I don't. I. You're breaking me. I don't want to <laughs> deal with another guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> and the truth is revealed. And I call the egomaniac shit from, isn't, day, isn't from, that, from the isn't, top. Isn't that from a liar, liar? He's like, and the truth <laughs> shall set you free. Oh, I he throws the movie. papers up in the air. Jim yeah, dude. I think that, okay. Bands have That's gotten away with is. single guitar player action for a long ass time. Right. Two guitars is not necessary. No, of course not. It's not. For our sound, it's enough for me to just do what I do. Mm-hmm. Now, if Joe one day was like, I think that I want to make it hey, more man. of a thing. Then, 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 yeah. I'm gonna think of you as a second guitar player. Then fine. Well, then we'll see what's up. But I've told Joe I don't want to deal with a second guitar player because I, I know how I am. I don't want to deal with that same. Hey, I wrote a song. It has to sound like this. So, um, completely unrelated question. At what um mm-hmm. point? Like, how much money do you have to get paid for a show before you start slamming your instruments on stage? Fuck no. Enough to buy a new one. That's it? Mm-hmm. So if someone's like, so we'll if somebody five so, stacks for a show. So if somebody was like... a guitar on stage? If somebody was like, you the guitar player, not the band in general. No. But your break is $1,500? Yeah. Then I'll slam my Ibanez into the ground. That's I'll grab that agent and I'll slam it. Because you know why? Why? I'm going to go on Sweetwater. And I'm gonna order me another one or Solar guitars. I'm gonna order me another one, and I'm. You'll be good to go. Two days later, I'll, I'll be good to go. That that's how I would do so it. So it just needs to cover the cost. But I have to get the check before. And I gotta deposit it, <laughs> and, I, and I gotta clear it. It's gotta and be clear. like it's in. All right. Heck, douche! Like right done. So you need them to pay you before the show. Yeah, dude. I need to. 
You never want to slam in it. You never want to break a guitar on stage. Never, dude. I'm actually really weird about my guitars. Like I saw Post Malone break a guitar on stage, and that was pretty fantastic. Post Malone is such a sweetheart. He's such a nice guy. Can we talk about that, dude? Sure. He's such a sweet guy. I had this really gnarly misconception um, about him, and it wasn't you know. Uh, Nat was the one that that started playing a music. And it was wasn't even that song where he's like, "I'm with the band, shit or whatever the fuck." Rockstar. Rockstar. Yeah. And I was like, "This is kind of cool, right?" Rock, Rockstar's heat. It was like a couple years ago. Whenever, whenever I guess whenever the song, like 2017, that came out. Yeah, and and she she played it for me, and I was like, "It's okay." And she's like, "No, you don't understand. Like this dude is like blah blah blah," and she explained his his little you know where he comes from and whatnot, and I was like, "Okay, I can feel with that." But then the more like. You know, the more you see him uh, show up, like, on social media and, like, music outlets, you're just like, like this is just a genuine dude. And, like, when I think I kind of, like, really opened up to, like, because I'm not a fan of him, but I like him. Uh, the When I started opening up to, like, who he is as a dude and, like, as an artist and a guy just, you know, trying to make money and playing music and doing what we love to do. Um, was when he covered Nirvana with an acoustic guitar. Yeah. On stage, I was like, "Oh, that's fucking, that's cool." I'm like, I'm not mad at him for that. Well, then I get it, you know. And it was, and it was kind of interesting because that leads me into this really cool thing. Like, there's a there's a YouTube uh, page that I follow called Punk Rock MBA, mm-hmm. and really cool history, like based music. Uh, channel where they talk I mean they, they, I sent you a video once I don't think you ever looked at it but it was like you know why Events of Unfold got so big right? and it really does break down why they got so big and how they got so big and then you're just you're like the dude does is not biased at all he just these are the facts this is what they did and I remember he brought up the Unholy Confessions video because when you see the Unholy Confessions video you're like it's just them fans with their fans and, and they're drawing and they're the playing they're playing the, t- the tattoos are playing it on piano and the and then the crowd looks huge yeah so when you watch it you're like oh this band is massive but then you find out that oh that was filmed at their hometown so of course they're gonna there's gonna be that many people in a room right. and the marketing for that was just really brilliant and the video goes on and it explains it it's a really please check that out um but they in that YouTube channel um he talks about uh, I don't know the term of it, but like you know, like guys like Scar Lord and uh, 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 Ghost Mane, mm-hmm. like those yeah, I know those Ghost Mane. quote unquote SoundCloud rappers, and it's kind of interesting because he talks about how um, a lot of that is very influenced by like emo type shit, like My Chemical Romance, and you know things along those lines mm-hmm. where. You know, you, you see, like, someone like Ghostman, and he's wearing, like, rock shirts. You know, like, heavy metal band t-shirts and yeah. shit. And Painting Sc- his nails and shit. Yeah, dude, it's a very up. rocker look. When you look at these yeah. cats, you're like, fuck, it's a really rocker look, you know? And then he he, he starts explaining how, like, the, the, the how they all coincide together and how they... And, and the transition of... It's just interesting how music blends together and he just talks about that how like they just kind of fall into each other they cascade into one it's like a river you know one outlet leads to an inlet and so on and so forth you know what i mean and that kind of like post malone was one of those dudes where it's like he was like the main ideal focus not the main ideal focus but he was one of the guys that they focused on where it's like you know you have this post malone dude who does you know like hip-hop and then but 
he's in a guitar store. There's a video of him in a guitar store shopping for guitars. He's like, oh, Gibson? Yeah, this is like a 70 whatever the fuck, you know? And you're like... He knows his shit. Because you're... Because I'm... Because like, I'm ignorant, I'm like, well, he... He... He's a hip hopper. Like, what does he know about guitars and stringed instruments? Uh, show I mean, me the, he was a fan of guitars, and he's actually a really dope guitarist. Before he was even uh, famous, he uploaded a video on YouTube. It was a cover of a Bob Dylan song. Really? Yeah, and uh. it's it's um, a finger picking the whole song, and he's singing at the same time, and he's on point, and it's like this man, this kid has talent, dude. Like at the at the end of the day, he's my age. He's twenty four. I'm twenty three. He's twenty four, and, yeah. and he like. Talent gets you places, bro. Like before he dropped that song White Iverson that blew up, mm-hmm. he was literally just living in his friends' place in Cali, like trying to, you know, make release music and yeah. shit. But he didn't have money for shit, and it's like it really, it only takes one song. It's crazy, though, but only in that genre. I feel like I feel like there's no metal mm. band that could drop a single and that it would propel them to the heights of a Post Malone. I feel that way too, man. I think that which is fucking depressing. Oh uh, what? Well, because well, before it the, wasn't like that. You can have an event sevenfold to drop ba- a song like Backcountry or Godsmack, drop a song like I Stand Alone or whatever the fuck that's called. Well, that was a, that, that's a... They were already famous at that point. Yeah, like, yeah that, me- that, that was part Park of the... Sp- one that, that album, was... Meteora, you know what I'm saying? But you, that know, that, but you know that Linkin Park was put together? No, I didn't know that. Yes. Linkin Park was not like a from like an our situation kind of thing. Um, I thought they were. No. I was wrong. No, dude. What about Slipknot? Look into it. It's nine of them. Slipknot has an interesting they're story. They're Iowa, right? Slipknot has an interesting story because they're a bunch of rednecks from Iowa. Yeah. Um, but p- p- we'll get back to that. Okay. Really quick, you have to look up Linkin Park's history. They were not a band that played small clubs and then made it to stardom to record. Which, by the way, they were originally called Hybrid Theory. And the uh, album was called Linkin Park. And then they, they, they picked up the Linkin Park name and called the, 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 the album Hybrid Theory. Hybrid Theory. Yeah. Great album. But uh, but from what I've from the little articles that I've read online is that they were not a band that was you know like a bunch of buddies that got together and jammed out. It was they were they were put together. They were like kind of fuck the term boy band together, mm. where they were like you got to meet the singer Chester here. Ah, okay, you know okay, okay. oh but this guy is really talented. Meet this guy, and then like it was just you know it was it was Stitched put together. together. But am I wrong though? Like I, how good Hybrid Theory is as a, of an album? I That's think it's fucking album. great. That album is super dope, and I was very like, a, I wasn't against it, but I was like, eh, you know, it's too rappy for me. But then the more I got into like underground, quote unquote, hip hop, you know, underground is a, a lame term to use. But the more I got into hip hop, right. Lesser known hip hop artist. My favorite hip hop artist is Atmosphere. Okay, love Atmosphere. Never heard of them. And all the all, all the guys that are on the uh, uh, Rhythm Sayers uh, uh, label. Fuck, those guys are sick, dude. There's uh, is it Rhythm Sayers or Rhyme Sayers? I forget. Those guys are great. Al- Atmosphere is a great is a great group. Right. But I remember I didn't get into Lincoln Park's ideas and 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 flow of delivering of you know uh, their music. Until I got into like that hip hop where there are a lot, man, like I like hearing a good story and I feel that non-mainstream hip hop does that where they tell your story where like it's almost like you can walk in their shoes through a day by a lyrical content. Yeah. And that's why I think Igor's album of the year. Just had to shoehorn that in there. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that, um, yeah, so you like a story. 
I like in, your, I like to in, be in the rap music. I, I like to be told a story. I feel you. Yeah, like there's a, there's it's an, one of the best genres for that. I'll the, be honest. Like, yeah, you can sure. tell a story in a metal song or in a rock song, but I feel like rap is like they've kind of nailed lost, the story. It gets telling. lost in it, man. Yeah. I feel like it, they uh, play characters and shit. Like they, a lot of rap albums have skits and stuff on mm-hmm. them too that kind of flow into the next True, track right? or whatever. They give you like a little backstory on a track or whatever, almost like a parable and parabola mm-hmm. type shit. Oh wow, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a little deep. A little, a lot. Like, um, like Atmosphere has a, uh, they have a song that's called, um, I think it's called Like Today, I think, but it, it walks, it, it walks, it goes from the dude waking up. What, I'm not even gonna repeat the lyrics, but it, it talks about how he how he. You don't like, have to say the N word. It's okay. No, no, no. There's no N word. <laughs> <laughs> there's like he gets up. He talks about like getting. He's like getting up around eleven o'clock, but naked except I was wearing my socks. Uh, and then he like goes up and he, he describes about how he gets day. how he starts like the caffeine and nicotine binge, and that's pretty much the way that. Uh, the, how's that? And that's pretty much the way of how my day begins. Mm. And then Danny it's, it's, rapping it, at first, <laughs> and then it, and then it, it's like cool because you're like fuck yeah, dude. I I make coffee. I smoke cigarettes. Yeah, I, I, I'm out the door. And then he talks about how he like walks into a record store and he's looking for records and he how he's how he's in a crowd of colorful people with like tattoos and colorful hairdos and like you're just like. You're painting a picture for me. Like, I feel like I can see it through. But then he walks out of the record store because a, a dude was eyeing him like he was going to steal. So he goes somewhere else to Uptown. And it ends up, I want you to listen to the song, so I'm not going to, like, give out the ending. But it plot twists to back the way that it started. And you're just like, oh, I love shit like yeah. that. Yeah. So it's, there, there, I, I love I love being told a story. I think you would fuck when with it comes to hip-hop. Lamar, then. Kendrick Lamar? Yeah. yeah. There, you think there, so? The, the last <laughs> album, uh, Damn. Okay. Um, the whole album at the end of it goes back to the beginning. Like, it, the, I love that, dude. The, the the opening of the album is the ending of the album, and vice versa. It's that's kind of trippy, the, that's dude. that's a very big example of what that song does. That that one song from Atmosphere is a microcosmic example of what Kendrick Lamar did because it just kind of goes back into to the, the to the, to the, the same the lyrics, but it's just like instead of like uh, butt naked except I was you know wearing my socks. It ends with like, but that's cool because sometimes this floor is cold. Stand up, stretch, look for my soul. And then like repeats the chorus. And like I'm goosebumping, dude. Look at my arm. Because <laughs> it, it just repeats itself. And you're just like, that's the result. You're like hanging on that Beautiful. line. Yeah, yeah. dude. I, I love atmosphere. You know who else loves atmosphere? Lou from Born Beneath. Oh, word. Like we talked about it for a little bit. And he like, he's like, fuck yeah, that shit's the jam, dude. Seven's Travels and, and I think it's called Headshots is another one by them that's really sick. I, a few albums are really good. God Loves Ugly is another one by them that's absolutely uh, it's great. Like, and he has like a cool character that he calls Lucy Ford, right? Like Lucy and then Ford, like a car. But it's like a, it's like a kind of like a weird... Um, is amalgamation I like the correct metaphors. the correct the correct term amalgamation of know. Lucifer, Lucy uh, Ford, but it's just basically like a representation of like all the shitty bitches he's ever had in his life. Yeah, so yeah, every yeah. chick that he wants to rap about that's a piece of shit, he calls him Lucy Ford, uh, Lucifer. Yeah, yeah it's cool, it. man. Like it's it's like you're just like, dude, this is this is so dope. But what drew me to that band atmosphere was the fact that. Um, a chick that I was dating at the time took me to go see them. She's like, oh, you got to come on a hip-hop show. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ah, hip-hop? Fuck that. Me? No. Right, right, right. I'm not gonna go but then when that band was due to come up, it was at a little small, it was at the up, up, it was at the upstairs room in a place called the Palladium in Dallas. And uh, 
they all came out and they were setting up and everything everybody was like a DJ and like a, an MC and it was cool you know like sweet but when they came out there was a, a drum set was set up an amp was rolled out a guitar was rolled out a bass guitar oh like four mics oh wait oh, so shit. this is a oh this is an ensemble and then like everything that you I didn't hear about them this is the first time I, my impression of them I'm like oh there's a live band and then out comes the MC Slug he comes out and it's him going through all the music while it's being played by a live band. And then he has his DJ Ant that does all like the DJs and the extra samples. But the whole thing was just done by a live a live band. That's cool as fuck. Fuck. That to me is what did it. I'm like, ah, oh, I can do the I can like this. And I can definitely been a fan for that, man. I can definitely sure. recommend some dope um some dope hip hop albums to you. But uh Let's get into some last words and let's wrap this bitch up because I'm fucking starving and it's been over an hour and ten minutes already. Has it been an hour and ten? It's been an hour and twelve. Shoot, I can talk to you about this shit for fucking I know, I can another keep going. hour, man. I can keep going, but I'm what fucking time, starving. What time is it now? It's like about to be nine. I can go for some wings. I was literally about to order wings. Now, but I'm not even <laughs> fucking lying to you. But, um, but yeah, any dude. last words, Danny, before we wrap this bitch um, up? And obviously... Every, you know. Anybody that's a fan of Macaronium, please be patient. We've had a very long... Up and down year. 2019 has been rough on us as far as uh, people coming and going. But we have full intentions of putting something out so that that's, a con- that's consumable for those that want to hear it. Is it for everybody? Probably not. But those that have been really patiently waiting, if you ever bought one of our shirts, if I ever gave you one of our shirts, if Joe has ever given you one of our shirts, if you ever had Joe's blood on you or residue from light bulbs, <laughs> Please just be super patient. We've got something coming for you. It's just shit happens, but we've got something in the works for you. Good songs, good music. We put our shit into it. We will put our shit into it. The best of us into it. Definitely. And just just please just hold on. And people have been really super sincere and great because, you know, the last show we played, there was a dude that walked from Wynwood to Churchill's. He's like, I heard you guys were playing tonight, and I walked. Damn. And I was like, Doc, for you? For that one dude, worth it. For one guy that walked. What a fucking Miami band. Local Miami band. Like, yeah. he walked because he wanted to hear us. Yeah. The most flattering thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. That's dope. So, just be patient because we got something. And if you follow Joe on Instagram, I think it's at Macronium. Mm-hmm. Follow Joe. He's always on that shit. He's got the news. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I run that Facebook uh, the Macronium Facebook page. Look for us. You can't just Google, man. Google Macronium. It sounds the way it's, it's spelled the way it sounds. Definitely. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got for right now. Okay. Well, um, let's do some plugs. The next show I have with Yunoya is the 14th of this month, November, at Propaganda Lake Worth. Sick. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Propaganda Lake Worth. And, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the next show. If you want to follow us on Instagram at Unoya the Band. If you want to follow this podcast, it's the Throne Podcast with underscores. If you're listening, you should already follow us. The fuck, man? Get your shit together. For real, get your dude. Shit get, together. get your shit together, get you fucking shit. bum. You know your mom wants you out of the fucking house already. Your friends don't like you. You, you might as well fucking follow me on Instagram. You got nothing else going for you. Damn, you're already <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel. You're licking your leftover McDonald's wrappers. They're about to repo your Honda. Just, Damn, dude. <laughs> God, no, no. I, I wish you nothing but blessings. Um, please follow the podcast. Please support us. It's a really um, good blessing. <laughs> if it rains, you don't play. Uh, and <laughs> I made you watch it play. Make sure you 
<laughs> Make sure you leave a review on iTunes. Do all that fuck shit. I'm going to go some wings. Um, wings of the shit. Macronium is going to be recording stuff for you guys. And yeah. um, that's that. Thanks for coming out, Danny. Later, dude. I love being here, man. Later. Thank Sick. you for bringing Until me next alcohol. You're welcome. And the teacher. The more I feel, the more I think, the more I dream. The less you give, the more I want, the more I scream. The less you give, the more I want, the less you breathe. And when you walk away, and now I'm left aside. Anymore, so I cut myself and I watch a blood. Don't move.